Microphone check. One, two, one, two. What you gonna do when Spencer rides his hog on you? Brother! <laughs> so, Spencer. Yes? You find your perfect woman online. Okay. Has the exact personality you'd want. Has the perfect body, because that's all you see is the body picture. You don't see her face. Okay. She's shy. Right. But she'll show you titties all around. Right. You've seen some bikini pictures, maybe. But anyway, you're thinking, oh, this lady, she's a pretty lady. She likes all the same shit you do. She's into comics, everything. You meet up with her. When you meet her in person, oh. same body. Banging 10 body. <laughs> I'm so worried about what this head's going to look like. Crazy Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining Head. Hairline and all. What do you do? Now, when she talks and stuff, will it be like Jack, Jack Nicholson? Like, no, then sure. just all like all crazy, just making no sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, just out of gonna take your medicine. Come and take your goddamn medicine. Like, I don't wanna. <laughs> I, I think I'd have to pass. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Man, I don't know what you. That, that seems like a again. She has everything you'd want besides that Jack Nicholson head. Not, not. I'll go this far. She doesn't have facial hair. She's still a lady. She just looks exactly like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> Sans facial hair, but also crazy balding head hair <laughs> on the top. On See, the top. I think it's more. I think it's more than like the sounding like him and nonsensical re- like ranting than like the the face like than the face really like you know. Like if I'm just like you know we like the same thing so I was like and we so we got done like watching Endgame I was like oh so honey what did you think about that and he's like take your medicine take your fucking medicine like, I think that's where it's like weird where it gets weird like you, like you just had got done having sex or something and you fall asleep and you wake up and you just roll over and there's Jack Nicholson staring at you in the face <laughs> you just bashed my fucking brains in I'm like what oh god I mean it's the worst thing she could be. Nicholas Cage. Ooh. What's Nicholas Cage? Are we talking early fucking Nicholas Cage? Does it matter? They're all so great. <laughs> you know what? It's one of those things. Remember the old toys where it had the button on the head and you would hit it and it would spin around to a different face? Yeah. It's like that person. That person's head is one of those toys that you randomly spin for Jack Nicholson. Or for uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yeah. I feel that that's... Uh... I don't even want to talk about it anymore because now I got a visual. I'm just thinking Jack Nicholson with voluptuous boobs. Like, just think of that. You just see, like, Scarlett Johansson walking down. Even the blonde hair, but then turns around Jack Nicholson face, crazy eyebrows. <laughs> Anger management Jack Nicholson. Oh, God. Saggy jowls Jack Nicholson. But banging body. <laughs> okay, what, okay, what about, like, one flew over the cuckoo's nest Jack Nicholson? A little more handsome, not quite so disheveled. Yeah, like I said, it's not so much... I think eventually I could get past the weird face. Like I said, it's having, like, the crazy, like... And that would be work if she was, like, um... If she had the personality of Jack Nicholson after you got, like, the lobotomy and just... Uh, laying there, like, <laughs> just a vegetable. That'd be perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we took that topic as far as it's gonna go. Maybe Are we should sure? start... I think I got another ten minutes. No, I think we need to just... Talk about the episode. Our fans will appreciate that. No, they're probably just going to message us later and be like, why don't you guys just talk about the fucking Jack Nicholson the sexy lady over and over? That's what I want to hear. Like, that's kind of what I would want to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what, what I wanted to talk about, but we thought we should be professional. Well, you know what, fans? If you do want to hear that kind of stuff, 
stick around for the end of the episode when we tell you our big plans that we might implement. Here's DPW. What's up? Hey. I'm uh, your host, Caleb James. This is the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. With me today, Spencer, the Overlook Ogler <laughs> Church. He told me I, I was going to give him a fancy, cool, hip name. I wasn't. And no. then uh, he told me I should do one related to the episode, which is about The Shining. And that's all I could come up with. It was really right before you hit record. So, I mean, not bad. Yeah, it was five seconds. Uh, Again, I go with the alliteration, so Overlook Ogler. Yeah. What exactly is an ogler? Somebody that just ogles? Yeah, I think just like a pervert just looks from afar. Do you right? have to be a pervert to be an ogler? What if you're ogling like fine warblers in a tree, like birds? I just want to say the word warbler because I heard Sean Connery say it <laughs> in, uh, uh, what was that uh, movie, that basketball movie? Finding Forrester. Uh, he, there was a bird. He was looking at him. He was like, talk about a nice breast. And the kid, he's looking out the window with binoculars. The dude was like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, a nice breast or something. But then it turned out it was just a warbler. Again, I just like the word warbler. Say it. Just say it once. Warbler? Warbler. 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 And they should serve <laughs> a warbler sandwich at Warburg's. <laughs> I was surprised I was able to get through that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a warbler sandwich. Might be a delicacy. <laughs> Today's episode, baby, today's episode is because I, you know what, I'll backtrack before I go to that. You had this bright idea that Caleb (laughs) should start reading Stephen King books and you should start reading classic literature and we'll do episodes on our takes of them. Yeah. Something or other along those lines. So I mainly just wanted to read it anyway because uh, the Dr. Sleep movie's coming out. So I wanted to read Dr. Sleep and The Shining. So I read... In that regard, though, you should also try to uh, muster your way through it as well. I should also fuck you right in the face <laughs> with my fist because I'm not reading that doorstop before the movie comes out. What, next month? You can do it. You're a fast reader. Dr. Sleep is like 600 pages. And the show is The Shining. No, The Shining's like a... Oh, yeah. I was going to say it's like a thousand. I read it in a week, so it wasn't that long. Um, anyway, so we are going to be doing, while it's fresh in my head, the differences between the movie, the Stanley Kubrick Shining, and the book by Stephen King. And my consensus is I watched the movie 50,000 times since I was a little kid. Not a good movie to watch as a little kid. It scared no. the fuck out of me. Yeah. No. But I really, really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite all-time horror movies, and I think it's probably... Up there, top five best horror movie ever made. Yeah, personal preference. I don't know about. Now, you. do you consider it more of a horror movie or more like kind of like a suspense, like uh, oh, it's thriller. horror, baby. It's horror, baby. You gotta go nasty with the horror. There's a lady in a tub. She's all gross. Yeah. By, by the way, I had some fucked up dreams because I finished like I did a marathon read of The Shining right before I went to bed the other night. I was seeing shit. I woke up. I saw a kid in the corner, like, flipping. I was like, what the fuck? And then, like, my vision came to me, and it was just, like, a fucking... It was raining out or something. It was, like, a towel flapping. I was like, what the hell was that? Then I had dreams where I was just very violent with the missus. (laughs) Not even joking. Like, I was just like, take your medicine. I was just, like, fucking abusive. Like, kicking the dog and shit. And I woke up. I was like, this is not good for me. I don't know. I've never had dreams like that. 
As long as you, as long as you don't start seeing red rum winning on windows and walls and stuff like that, as soon as that happens, I think you might oh. need to do something. Well, I was definitely the Jack Torrance in this situation. I was not the good guy. Mm. That's what bothered me. If I was like Danny or something, okay, and awful things were going on, but in my dream, I was, I was the bad guy. I'm just happy you didn't have anything like that where we were like, because uh, you were reading it when we went to the Wizard Ward. Oh yeah, like, and you were reading in the it hotel in, a, in the hotel. Just wake up and you see me looming over you with a fucking roke mallet. Where'd you get that? Is that even a sport anymore? Well, no, this time it would be a pickleball paddle. <laughs> yeah, a pickleball paddle. Oh, shit. Okay, enough of that nonsense. I liked The Shining both. I liked both iterations of The Shining. Like I said, I saw the movie so many times before I ever read the book. Do you think that affected how you read it? Or? It definitely did because I was looking for all my favorite scenes in the book and none of them are in the book. None of them. So let's go right into some of the main differences. We'll go with the ones everybody remembers from the movie. Blood Elevator doesn't exist yeah. in the book. Dead girls in the hallway, come play with us. Yeah. Does not happen in the book, but there is the line, come play with us, but it's like a creepy kid in some kind of gymnasium thing in a playground like underground whole thing what was the other big one uh no we talked about the hedges off air but that's that's a different part what was the other most memorable uh um i mean the red rum was different like how it comes about in the book i mean it's like stated at the very beginning of the book as a theme throughout the whole book in the movie it just like kind of happens he writes red rum or whatever uh the we we talked about it off air too, but the um, just the all around craziness of Jack Nicholson's character, yeah, to where in in the book it's a very slow burn, and he only gets there through different means. To where like as they're driving up to the you know up to the hotel in the movie, he's already no, he's like crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's already hinged. In the movie, Jack Torrance is he, he's just like fucking kind of the nuts guy. I mean, Jack Nicholson, he's just crazy. And he doesn't have, like, at the end of the book, he gets kind of redeemed. He ends up saving the kid. He's like, hey, get out of here when he has a moment of clarity. In the movie, he's just, he ends, he just freezes to death trying to murder his kid. Yeah. So he's a piece of shit, and that's all it ends. Nothing drives him to be really crazy. Like, in the book, he's an alcoholic, but he's a recovering alcoholic, and it's the hotel that's driving him to go and kill his family. And then the and in the flashbacks you get a scene because uh, uh what because ha- he's a school teacher and something happens at work is it in something with like one he of his students a, he, yeah one of his students um I wanted to say like she like what was floating with him or something no but there, it was a male student and he was on the debate team it was like a rich kid and then the uh, kid for whatever reason whenever he would debate he would uh, develop like a real bad stutter. And he blamed Jack Torrance for speeding up the time on the timer. And uh, the kid thought he did that on purpose to just embarrass him so he wouldn't make the team. Because Jack Nick, or Jack Torrance ends up cutting him from the debate team. But what it was, was the kid just had a bad stutter and, you know, he took forever to get to his points. Kid slashes his tires. And Jack, uh, Jack Torrance was sober at this point. But the kid slashes his tr- tires. He catches him and beats the fuck out of him yeah. and he gets fired. And then that's when his downward spiral begins. I think um, I did prefer the book version of Jack Torrance because it shows him not just going crazy, which is done very well, but like his need for alcohol, how uh, pretty much alcohol was the bad guy here because he still wanted to try to kill his family in the book if the ghost didn't bring booze to him because there was no Mm -hmm. booze in the hotel. Which is, uh, once you, like, if, 
is really weird when you think about like if you know your your Stephen King like history because mm-hmm. around this time he, him himself was also like battling the alcohol. I think that's and what other, the- so like I don't know if that was um, a purpose thing as he was writing like man I kind of get this problem and he kind of you know used that to write about it or if that was like a subconscious thing like I, I haven't I almost about feel that. like he was Jack Torrance and Danny was his role son Joe Hill yeah and you know. Is that the oldest one? Is Joe the oldest one? I believe so. Oh, I can't can remember. And then, um, you know, his wife Tabitha yeah. would have been the... Uh, what the fuck was her name? Not Shelley Duvall. God, <laughs> no. Uh, I want to say something with a J. Is Wendy. Wendy. Wait, yeah, Wendy. It was Wendy. I was completely wrong. Not, not even close. Yeah, so I kind of got the... At least when I was renting. But again, I don't know when he was... Because, you know, the 80s, alcohol, cocaine. He was yeah. on all of it. So I don't know if how... Like how aware he was of his personal alcohol problem yeah. at the time of writing this so it might have just been coincidence that he was writing about alcohol and i don't know he seemed to know a lot about what yeah. what it's like though like it's very detailed so. well i think i think he also went through bouts of like being sober so, so, so maybe because yeah. you figure like the the kojo thing the big kojo thing about him writing it on a coke bender that was like his what like seventh or eighth book something in that ballpark right? yeah he didn't and remember then this writing is, that one and this is what was it was like a stowed book so that that's some time there you know between like so yeah maybe he uh was on the wagon when he wrote this yeah. i'm not sure i mean he talks about that too about being on the wagon and stuff in the book the overlook is well first before i get to that too in the movie they're just driving to the overlook that's how it starts in the book, you get all the backstory with, like, the broken arm, Jack's, you know, him getting fired. You get all this stuff. The Shining already makes an appearance right away. Like, you kind of are starting to figure that out. That all happens before they get... It's like, what, 10, 15 chapters before they yeah. get to the Overlook? Well, and then it, he also does a, a cool thing, especially, like, early on in the book, where you'll get in the same scene like multiple times but one time it will be from like Jack's point of view and then like I really like that and like and he won't do it like he won't do them back to back either like he'll do the one and then something will happen and then you'll go back to like Danny remembering that happened and stuff like that which I remember at first took me a, a minute to like you know get like kind of get Used over that like we we just did this like but then it's like Again, that was one of the feel like of getting into reading. Like that was whenever I first started. So like I was very straightforward. Like I just need the story told yeah. to me. Like I don't need these like like different like plot devices and interesting ways to tell like you know tell a story. Well, like near the end of it, you know, you have the scenes where he's attacking his family with the rope mallet, and you know he beats the shit out of Wendy, and he's going for Danny, and then it shows Dick Halloran. Common, you know, trying to come up the mountain, he's yeah. fighting hedges and shit. And then when he finally gets into the overlook, it's just like, it's all like, all happening at the same time. But like you said, from everybody's perspective, it's really cool how he did that. Uh, how did you like um, the stuff with um, in the book with um, the with the the the, the older guy showing like who was at the hotel when they first got there? Dick Halloran, the yeah. uh, chef. He's the one who tells Danny about the Shining because yeah. he has the Shining. I actually wanted to bring this up later, but we could talk about it no, now. I mean, we, no, 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 we'll talk about it now since you brought it up. Since you fucking brought it sorry, up. Sorry, I didn't know what I didn't know since you brought, was. My, my non-existent notes for I this. I was going to say, yeah, like, I don't have a Just thing. jumping all over the place. No, uh, Dick's character in the movie, as soon as he comes up to save the day, he just gets chopped in the chest with an axe and dies. I hated that in the movie, but I didn't know that there was any other. I just thought, okay, I guess that's how it happened in the book. That fucking sucks. And then they use a snowmobile to get away at the end. No, in the book, he actually does save the day. Yeah. 
and he get and he gets really fucked up along the way. But you know, his whole journey there is a big ordeal, going through a blizzard up a mountain, and then he saves the day. And yeah, because he's like down, he's like in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's in Florida when he hears uh, uh, Danny dead. calls for him with the Shining, and then he, you know, he saves the day. He gets him out of there, and then. You know, he ends up in, I think it's like Maine or something working in this. They're there with him. And then they, uh, well, this is actually later. I wanted to bring this up because it goes into Dr. Sleep. Getting Dr. Sleep, Danny's eight years old and him and his mom live in Florida. Yeah. The gross lady from hotel or room 217 shows up in his bathroom down mm-hmm. there. So even though the overlook is done, the fucking ghosts are still after him. Mm-hmm. He, they call Dick and he flies down because he's still alive. So he's yeah. like the father figure to Danny's life. That's why I'm interested in the movie. How are they going to do that? Because it's a sequel from the movie. Yeah, it's it's not a sequel to the book. It's a sequel from the movie. Unless they just do... Well, again, Dick was really old. Well, obviously pretty fucking old in Dr. Sleep, I would imagine. Because, I mean, like he was only in the beginning, but it's not like he has like a through line through the whole thing. I haven't gotten that far yet. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's only a couple years later in the, the book. So he... But maybe they'll just say he didn't die from the chest axe. Axe yeah. chest, that's the only thing I could think. Also, he had a cool afro in the movie, or in the book, and he didn't in the movie. I can't remember. In the... Because in the book, the hotel explodes. In the book, the boiler... You knew the hotel at the very beginning. You knew the hotel was probably going to explode because Stephen King throws attention on this fucking boiler so often about yeah. how... And it almost blows up once because he forgot to do it, you know, because of the ghost and all the shit that's going on. He keeps distracting him, and he uh, almost forgets the boiler. That's how it ends. The fucking hotel blows up yeah. in the uh, the in, book in the movie. That, in the, the movie, movie, not so much. Um, the hedges, though, I will say, I thought was kind of lame. In the, I like how you wrote about the hedges in the book, like how them fucking like would Doctor Who style. They would only move when you're not looking. Yeah, but then and that was cool. That whole part was cool. I was fine with that. But then the end when Dick Halloran comes up there, he gets attacked by the goddamn hedges. And it's kind of corny. I mean, he's getting attacked by fucking a lion hedge that's like biting him with its wood. That was a little stupid. But um, other than that, I I still would have liked the hedges to make more of an appearance in the movie. And the movie was just some stupid maze. Mm-hmm. Again, though, the movie, if you just watch it, is a masterpiece on its own. It's just like kind of themes of The Shining, and that's about it. Also in the movie, Jack Nicholson's character, uh, Jack Torrance, when he's locked in the pantry... He just gets out. But in the uh, book, it's... Who was it? Grady, the old caretaker that killed his family and himself. He lets him out. So that shows you that the ghosts are real. In the movie, I don't know if you ever actually... I mean, Shelly... Or uh, Wendy sees him in there. She sees the dog man and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, there's the blood elevator and stuff. So it's hinted pretty hard that it is real. But you never actually get conclusive evidence that it is. While in the book, it's definitely real. Yeah. It's the hotel is just fucking haunted. It's a haunted ghost story, whereas the movie, I would say, is more just about, like, a lunatic. I would say to people who haven't read it, it might be a little hard because it's pretty outdated, but they did a uh, a TV series, like a mini TV series. I watched it. It, I mean... After I read the book, I went and watched some of the TV series on YouTube. It has not held up. Oh, well, no, but I'm just saying, if you if you want to look for more accurate... It, yeah, it's more accurate. More accurate of it. But like I said, it, um, you know, like you said, it doesn't hold up. But if you want to see, like, if you watch the, the... Only watch the Shining movie and haven't read the book, it wouldn't be like, oh, I wonder what the book's actually like without actually yeah. reading it. 
You you can check that out. But if um, you watch the Shining movie, you barely understand what the book's about. You yeah. just know there's a thing called the Shining and a family going crazy in a hotel. That's the only similarities, on in my opinion. Yeah, because we actually even get a good a bit uh, like a better um, description of like what the Shining actually is. In, yeah, in the books, like you definitely get a better uh, description. Which again, how are they going to do Doctor Sleep unless they really go into that? So it's going to be odd how they uh, do a continuation. I'm interested to see how it goes. So how like how far are you into Doctor Sleep? A couple chapters, maybe. I just started it yesterday, uh, last night. Also, the movie. There's a couple other scenes. The Here's Johnny that was improvised by Jack Nicholson. Yeah. But in the book, he does bust through the door with a rope mallet, not an axe. Because uh, and, and I keep saying the rope mallet because they make you know he really goes into detail that it's this fuck. He talks about how the games play because I didn't know what a rope mallet yeah. was. So he actually goes into specifically it's a rope mallet. You're not. It can't just be an axe. Also, uh, the all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. I was very disappointed not in yeah. the book, and I thought, damn, Stephen King had to write that because that was fucking awesome. No. Stanley Kubrick was also a genius. So yeah, yeah. He definitely did his diligence in making his own movie. I mean, there's a reason why people think he filmed the moon landing. I mean, he might have. I don't think so, but... That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> That's a special podcast. So, I'm going to throw this ball into your court real quick. All right. What did you prefer, the book or the movie? I'm assuming you're like me and actually saw the movie before the book. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely watched the movie multiple times. Not probably to the extent that you you have, but you know, definitely saw it a lot. Um, and then read it, you know, years later. I would probably go lean more towards the book, and that could just be my just Stephen King bias, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, but I enjoy like I'm not one of those like uh, you know either. Either or guys who yeah, are like, like, like I'm only like you know like like the book and fuck the movie or like the the movie and fuck the book. They're, they're both entertainable, and I also That's why I liked it. I it, thought it was good. It was just for what it is. It might not be the book, but it was and, still good. And especially for when it was made and all, and you got to factor all that stuff in. And I always, no matter what it is, books, games, uh, comics, whatever, whenever they're adapting it to some other medium, whatever it is. You have to factor in the things that have to be changed. Yeah. And, and the medium that you're telling a story has a factor into that. Well, also, you don't want to tell the exact same story, or why not just read the book then? Yeah, I mean, the director and whoever the screenwriter, unless it is, say, Stephen King do, doing the screenwriting, and even then they usually change things because in the movie, it's a separate piece of art. Like you said, it's a different medium. It's, you can show things on screen that you can't, tell it or show in a book it's just that you know that how it works like a feeling for instance the infamous music that opens the shining no matter how well you write you're not gonna be able to write that musical yeah. score into the book you can't write that feeling so another reason why stanley kubrick was a uh, genius was just the way he used atmosphere like if you watch the shining now you'll realize instead of going like spooky sounds and creaks and groans of the hotel like stephen king wrote you hey, you just have silence. Yeah, like there's a scene, like there's a scene where uh, Jack Nicholson's just typing away on the typewriter, and that's all you hear, and it just slowly like zooms in from a distance, and you just see how empty and alone the place really is. You can't do that in the novel form, though. In the movie, I didn't like Wendy's character. No offense, Shelley Duvall, but they just changed the character completely. Like, 
I'm not even talking about appearance-wise because in the book she's hot blonde and in the movie yeah. she's a mouse. <laughs> but uh, I don't just mean mouse and physical appearance. In the way she acts, she's afraid. Yeah. She's really, uh, you know, Jack can do whatever he wants. And she's kind of scared she's of him. She's kind of there to scream. Yeah, in the book, she well, obviously she's fleshed out more too. And she has her own problems. But in the book, you know, she's trying to save Danny and she fights Jack Nichols or Jack Torrance off kind of. Yeah. You know, she's not just a little scared woman. She's her own person. She's more a stronger character. That's one thing you can't say about Stephen King is he writes a pretty good female character. Yes, he fucking does. And it's because unlike some of these writers who just, you know, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a feminist too. So I'm going to write this super strong. Ki-. No, he makes some real people. Yeah. It's not just uh you know, female character, like, the stereotype just, you can either kick ass or is a bimbo. Yeah. Or, you know, you had the smart one. That, no, he just makes a fucking person, and then they just happen to be female. I still lean towards the move. See, again, I can't pick, because the book was so good. I gave it five stars. I thought yeah. it was excellent. I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, there was only a few parts in it that I didn't, again, the hedges, kind of, I didn't care for too much, but mo- it, I thought it was excellent. The uh, strong use of the N-word, though. I didn't expect that. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I get it. It fit the the character, uh, like the house being evil, talking yeah. to Dick Halloran because he's a black guy. You know, so it's calling him the N-word and all these racial slurs to kind of get in his head and stuff. But it was real hard, man. Just he, in the 2019 lens going back yeah. to him, like, oh, shit, son. Well, he's, uh, like, it's not like Stephen King uses the word a lot, but if he, like, if he is one of his characters are African American and they are dealing with any kind of like Southern racer, like asshole or, or anything kind of like that, like they use uh, like in the um, in the Dark Tower series, one of the main characters is this African American woman. If I remember correctly, it's thrown around a lot sometimes through yeah. that because she's like they do a lot of being pe- characters being plucked from different places and times. So mm-hmm. she, I think she got plucked out like the 50s or the 60s. Oh, right. And then even just like her staying in herself and stuff like, you know. Well, I will say that N-word aside, just all the hard words he uses, he uses them where they're needed and makes oh, yeah. them most effective. It's not like he just throws around like the word cunt all the time yeah. or, you know, any other kind of slurs or anything. He d- it, just to make somebody unlikable, he throws it in in a way where it fucking hits you raw. Mm. And that's one thing I, uh, I've been taking away from his writing that I'm really enjoying is how he uses uses language in a way that, like when you, for instance, all the N-words. When I was reading that, I'm not thinking Stephen King saying that. Yeah. I'm not thinking like, oh, this is Stephen King's thoughts or anything like that. I'm just like the character or what's happening in the book because he writes so well. Have you read anything yet? Because there's been a couple of times when I've read something and like I'll be reading it and I'll literally have to stop and be like, oh, whoa. Mm. Like either from like something somebody said or somebody did to somebody else. There was definitely a couple moments in The Shining like that. Uh, Dr. Sleep has a couple moments already like that when he's talking about uh, Dick Halloran is telling Danny about how he used to see his molester grandpa yeah, oh, as a yeah. dead guy and he'd have his fucking dick out and come sit on this boy and like all this fucked up shit and I was like ooh man that's fucking gross um I'm really looking forward to reading Doctor Sleep and finishing that up and then I'm gonna watch the movie again right before I go see Doctor Sleep in theaters yeah yeah Yeah. when's that coming that's coming out soon right November oh you got a little bit of time for that one three Stephen King movies this year and not to mention like what series and shit he's had what uh it 
It, Pet Cemetery oh, was earlier I forgot, this year. I forgot about Pet Cemetery. Everybody has. It sucked. <laughs> Saw it on DVD already. It sucked as bad as the first one did. <laughs> <laughs> At least, again, that one had an excuse. It's like, it, that was in like the mid to early like 90s. Yeah. Like, come on, it's hard to make it. There's no reason why you couldn't make a good Stephen King book now. No Doc excuse. Tower aside. That also uh-huh. heard that was well. That's that's more Ooh. understandable because the Dark yeah. Tower is so fucking long. How are you gonna tell that story in a two-hour movie or three-hour movie? Um, I watched 1922 over the weekend. Have you seen that? No, I um, no, no, I had no, I haven't watched it. It was uh, starring Thomas Jane. Man can act his fucking balls off. He, was, I've I've liked him for a long time. Well, I've always liked it, but he was really good in this, and it was a. It was a little dry in parts, but it was pretty creepy. Is it like a newer thing, or I think it's on Netflix? I watched it. Oh, it must have just came out not long ago. Okay, is it a, is it a movie or a show? Movie. Okay. Um, I never read the source material, so have you read nineteen twenty two yet? It's about a. No, that's why I was having a brain fart because yeah. um we, because we were talking about Stephen King. He had the the um the book with the uh time travel book about whenever jfk got assassinated 1963 yeah and like for and like i knew it, that wasn't right and it, but like the numbers was just got mixed up in my in my head like i was like w- w- that's why i stuttered that when you asked me if i if i saw it no. cuz I got, I got all confused for a minute 1922 is about uh this like farmer guy and his son and his wife and his wife wants to Sell the farm and start a new... She's kind of a bitch. Oh, wait. She wants to start a new life in, like, Kansas City or Louis... Louis not Louisiana. I don't fucking know. Somewhere. And, uh, you know, him and his kid don't want to. They kill her. Yeah, I've... I've see, the, 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 I read it. I didn't I didn't That's what watch, I was asking. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was like a short story. That's why it was in, it was in a collection. Hey, get JK or JFK off your mind there, buddy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, which that's that you're gonna have to check that one out soon. Shut up, that's another big Stop one. Tell me to read books, just go through and get his big ones out of the way. Get like all the thousand page, get like the stand, the it under the dome, the JFK one. Just get all those big sons of bitches out the way, and then like just focus on like the 600 pagers. Oh, <laughs> you know, I got other stuff to read, right? No, yeah, you don't know. see my bookshelf, right? Fuck. Um, if I was able to do it, you can do it. Yeah, but it's the only thing you were reading at the time. And it did take years. Yeah, you literally just read Stephen King for ten years in a row. I've been reading other stuff. High society, fancy culture stuff. Which brings me to the other side of this story. You, which we're... I guess we're going to do a separate episode about this, but you start reading Of Mice and Men. Yes. And you're liking it. Yes. Almost done with it. And then pretty soon you're going to be up to reading War and Peace and just sitting there schooling me. On Russian society in the 1800s. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Spencer? How'd you read that so fast? It's like 5,000 pages. I found a way to just inject it. <laughs> I injected the story. I wish you could do that with like the classic literature. Just get it out of the way. Um, I could just see I come over to do a podcast. Your door's a jaw. Okay, okay, be in your room. You're all strung out with a needle and a thing wrapped around you. Like, oh my God, Caleb's doing heroin. And I come over like, no, he just, he just fucking, he just injected the, the one of the Hemingway books or something. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> He he just shot up like the whole work of Shakespeare. <laughs> he didn't want to read it, so he just shot it up, and it was too much. He he just shot up the whole like Proust's remembrance of things past, which is like a million words. <laughs> it's like seven and volumes. Anything? What's the Neil Gaiman, the Delusium, or uh, yeah? You just you just you know you injected that into yourself. Oh, oh yeah, uh, not Neil Gaiman, Alan Moore, Jerusalem. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a. F- I'm. Don't you have that? No. Oh, okay. I thought you bought it. I can't. I can't. It's too big. <laughs> I'm gonna read the ebook at some point. It's so big. That thing's so big that it makes the ebook heavier whenever you download it. Yeah, I think in. Uh, I'm thinking about like getting that in the worst part of winter, like if we have a blizzard. <laughs> And maybe by the time I get done reading that, spring will be here. Just <laughs> Jack turns yourself with that. Yeah. Just get in the Overlook Hotel and just read fucking Jerusalem. By, and then I probably will go crazy. And I'll be attacking people with a mallet. You know what, um, you know what I'm hoping is going to happen with The Shining? Is since like uh, ABC is doing... Like they're doing this thing on that, on that app. The all-access app that they have. Yeah. They're doing that... Um, they're redoing the stand. I thought that was CBS. It was CBS. Whatever. I think they whoever does that. I think they did the the Shining. You know, miniseries. Yeah. But regardless, I, what I'm saying is that whatever that is that's doing that. Hopefully, if 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 the stand is popular enough that they'll think of maybe doing you know doing the Shining as well. I'd rather them do the Dark Tower. That would be nice as well. I mean, it pisses me off regardless because I don't have it. Like, I don't have the, that streaming yeah. service. Well, how do you feel about Disney? Did you hear their announcement? Well, yeah. They, what Disney they do, Plus uh, is going to have Hulu and ESPN. And it only feel like, what, like $13? Yeah. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting anything. I'm not no. going to fucking... I'm going to read books. Yeah. I'm going to get smarter. I'm not going to watch any more TV. I don't really watch TV anymore. Anyway. No. Yeah, that's what was weird whenever we were, you know, at the convention in the hotel room. Like, that's probably, like, the longest I didn't even, like, have a TV on. Didn't even think about that, yeah. Didn't even turn it on I once. mean, it's not like we really even had time, really, to even, you know, to really watch anything. Especially whenever we were in the hotel, we were trying to get writing done anyways. Yeah, but, like, writing done. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but afterwards, uh, like, you know, I was kind of thinking, I was like, well, that's kind of... I mean, I was like, k does that shit all the time. But, like, like at least normally I'll have it on. It's just, like... like because I know, like, some people work better with, like, complete science. Sometimes I almost need something mm-hmm. to block out. To, fo- like, not to, nec- not to focus on, but to focus, like, against. Like, you know what I mean? I, like, I, like, I, I know that's kind of weird. Like, I almost kind of need a distraction. So I have something to distract, like, so I can focus on something else. It's Just weird. Play, like, music or something. Yeah, man. Yeah. But no, music, though, music is too, like, I can't ignore a TV show. Can't ignore music. Yeah, it's kind of hard to, because if, if I'm listening to music, it's going to be something that I'm writing. And next thing I know, I'm going to be there typing. I'm just going to be like, and then I'll find like I'm typing the lyrics out or something stupid, like, it's raining, man. Yeah. I find that I, usually just because Mindy will be watching something loud on TV, I find that if I listen to, like, ambiance on uh, like YouTube or something, yeah. like library noises or like rain or just something like that. That usually helps me. Mainly blocks out the other noise, and then I just kind of focus on the writing. Mm. So that's nice. Um, ooh, like what we brought up at the intro. If you like, want to talk about Jack Nicholson's hot bod, hot, hot lady bod, hot, hot. If you want us to do a whole episode about that, we had an idea. You listeners should uh, send us lots of met probably angry messages. I imagine because nobody wants to pay for anything. We were thinking about doing premium podcast episodes, normal podcast, DBW podcast, every same content, free, nothing wrong with that, but extra episodes that'll be extra raunchy, 
extra fucked up and might probably not related to writing. No filter, just, yeah. just bullshit. Just believe episode. it or not, we do contain ourselves a lot. <laughs> like you think that the uh, just imagine like the uh, the BS episodes, but you know? way worse. Yeah, but yeah, just way worse. But uh, we were thinking about doing a premium. Man, we'll have to try this out in the coming month or so. Do a premium episode to see how test the waters and probably like a dollar too. I'm not I haven't looked into what the pricing is, but I'm sure you could just do whatever price you want, I would imagine. So like you pay a buck and yeah. then you could just get like two or three hours of us just talking fucking nonsense about everything. Um we're also which I'm not gonna how soft announced it announce it today, but because I didn't get it in the mail yet. Yeah, we don't wanna we're gonna be doing a giveaway. So you wanna stick around for the next few episodes and I'll uh, follow us on the old Twitter because I'll post the picture. I'll probably post it on the website too. The picture of the fine product we're going to be giving away. Still got to come up with a some kind of thing. Like we can't just be like whoever says our name fastest. Like, you got it's got to be something cool. But we will get to you guys with that fine information. You can hit us up on the old drunkpenwriting.com and keep your eye out for that announcement. You can head on over to Twitter at drunkpenwriting where we tweet the most glorious of tweets. You can go on Facebook and we'll say hi and talk about politics or something. Get real mad and talk about Dan Quayle. Is that what, is that what old people talk about still, Dan Quayle? Um, he was like an SNL joke in the yeah. 90s, right? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Who's the, who's the other guy? Ross Perot? Who's the guy Norm MacDonald used to always play on? Uh, he had the, the strong hand. Oh. It wasn't Dan Quayle or Ross Perot. Oh no, Bob Dole. He always he was Bob Dole. We should do a whole episode where we just rant politics, but it's just like old politics. That aren't relevant Reagan, anymore. goddamn Reagan, fucking Reagan. Um. Also, Lincoln, Lincoln, the damn Lincoln. See any good movies lately, Lincoln? Ah, <laughs> uh, too soon. So yeah, if you want to watch content. We'll just, you'll, you'll still get it for free. And just not like, we just won't be there saying weird curse words. We'll just, it'd be more of just a random conversation that we have either before or after the podcast um, that has no topics and yeah. we'll just randomly go to weird places. Well, also, like, we just did the religious episode, which came out pretty well. We got a good amount of downloads. That was just yesterday that published, right? I think that's when you yeah, guys... So yeah. I got, yeah, I got a lot of downloads already. So I was thinking also maybe if we wanted to hit more topics like that, but not relate because we had that one still steered towards writing. Mm. But if we did one like that, like religion, politics, anything that's uh, causes fights, <laughs> not amongst us, but you know amongst assholes, we can uh, maybe make that also a premium episode. But we'll, we'll test the waters. We'll we'll try it out. Maybe the first episode will be a. Uh, or if you just want to hear us talk about like basketball and Wu Tang Clan, like yeah, either, whatever. See, I was thinking about like best lube for butt sex, but yeah, basketball Wu Tang Clan is probably more. <laughs> more oh, you don't think we'll get to that from that? Like, oh, yeah. oh, we will. <laughs> we'll find a way to get there. <laughs> Old dirty bastard, by the way, preferred butt sex to all sex. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. There was a no, I, di- I didn't, but it's not surprising. There was a video of him going around. Um, it was on YouTube. I don't know why, but it's, I can't find it anymore. It was him talking about licking girls' buttholes and how robust it was. And he said it was like licking uh, York peppermint patties. It was refreshing. He, he, used the words ro- he used the words robust and refreshing. Very like He hit the point really hard with them. And then he went on about the whole, if I believe, um, I think this is the correct terminology he used, 
the hole was the more littler, littler. <laughs> the hole was more, the butthole was more littler. <laughs> Sorry, I never used the word littler. I don't even know if that's an actual word. It's, it's rough because, like, you want to say that sentence the correct way, yeah. but you can't. You yeah. have to say it the way you said it. Yeah. So, uh, that that's some ODB facts for you. And, uh, again, do premium episodes. That'll be like that, but way worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, that'll be the 20-minute conversation right there. Oh, okay. Uh, hope you took away something. I would say read The Shining. Yeah, let watch us, The Shining. Let us, let us know what you guys think. Do you guys prefer the book, the movie? Have you watched already the one, you know? And check out Dr. Sleep. Give us some feedback. We need that sweet feedback. We feed on it. That's why it's called feedback. We feed it. You give back. We feed on that feedback. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm Bob Doe. <laughs> Vote for Bob Doe.